Welcome to the Alpha Girl Confidence Podcast, where we are empowering youth female athletes to play and live confidently. My name is Shay Hatto, and each week I will bring you new episodes to teach you the strategies and tools that you need in order to live a confident, empowered life both on and off the playing field. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 212 of the Alpha Girl Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Shay Hatto, and today's episode is all about navigating pregame anxiety. So whether you're someone that gets really, really anxious uh, before games and tryouts, practices, whatever it is, like I used to be, this episode is going to be super valuable for you. Or if you just get a little bit of those nerves, those butterflies, this is also going to be a valuable episode for you as well. So make sure that you get some notebooks out. Ah. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 212 of the Alpha Girl Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Shay Haddo, and today's episode is all about how to navigate pregame anxiety. So whether you're someone that gets really anxious like I used to or someone that just gets those little butterflies, this episode is going to be valuable for you, whether you get nervous for tryouts, for games, for practices. So make sure that you grab a notebook grab a pen and be ready to take some notes for this episode because we're going to go through five ways that you can confidently navigate pregame anxiety and play with more confidence, play with more calmness, and really step out there and play as best as you possibly can. So first things first is number one is you have to understand that nerves are normal. Nerves aren't bad. Being nervous isn't something to be more nervous about. So a lot of the times when we're anxious before games, and I know I used to do this a lot too, is where you're a little bit nervous, maybe you're anxious, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, I'm nervous. And so you're fighting those nerves, you're fighting those that anxiety, and that just makes it stronger than it would if you were to allow the nerves. So understand that nerves are, are normal, and actually they can be helpful too. So if you have zero nerves and you're just completely like flatlined, you're probably not going to perform very well. But if you are very, very nervous and you have a lot of anxiety, you're also not going to perform very well. So there is that kind of happy medium. If you were to imagine like a bell curve where we have a a certain amount of nerves or we'll say nerves... um, And also um, stimulus is is another word you can use with that. So nerves and stimulus and arousal, then that's going to be how you're going to perform your best. So it's okay to have some nerves and it's also good to have some nerves. So when you have those nerves, when you feel anxious, allow them. Realize that they're not bad and you can actually use those nerves to help you play better. So that's kind of the first mindset shift and perspective shift around nerves and not making them out to be the bad guys, okay? And number two is to be prepared. So make sure that you have your gear ready, your meals planned, um, you know what time you need to be to the field, you know what jersey color you need to wear, all of that kind of stuff. Because if you're rushing and you're like, oh no, I don't know what I'm supposed to wear and where I'm supposed to be, that's going to um, cause a stress response and cause you to be more anxious. Like I still have dreams to this day. I literally had one last week where I was going to a soccer game and I couldn't find my cleats. I have probably dreams like that at least once a month where I'm anxious because I can't find my gear or I lost my jersey or I'm going to be late. And that happened to me a lot in my life too, which is probably why I dream about it so much. 
And when I was rushed or when I didn't have the right things set in, set in order, when I wasn't prepared, that was something that really caused me to be more anxious when I got to the field or the core and when I started warming up. So make sure that you're prepared, have everything that you need to in line the next day so that when you are getting ready for your game, you have everything there, you can be calm, you can go through what we're actually going to talk about next, which is more of the strategy. So the first two things with allowing the nerves and being prepared is kind of the pre. And then what we're going to talk about the next three are really the strategies that you can do like right when you get to the field or right before you leave for the field. All right. So the first big strategy is to focus on your breathing and use your breath to calm down. So when you're anxious and when you're nervous, your breath gets a bit more shallow and it gets faster. When your breath gets shallower and faster, that sends a signal to your brain that, oh no, something's wrong. So by using our breath as a tool, we can settle it back down to so that our brains recognize that we're safe, we're good, there's no need to freak out. So a couple different breathing exercises you can do, and again, they can be super, super simple, is to just take a big, deep inhale through your nose and make sure that you're breathing through your belly and not your chest and your shoulders. So a big, deep breath through your nose and then a big, long exhale out of your mouth. So just make a, a kind of a little tip here is to make the exhale longer than the inhale. That'll stimulate what's called the vagus nerve, which helps to calm things down. So you'll do an inhale to what feels good and then really elongate that exhale. Make sure it's out of your belly. Another thing that you can do is what's more called box breathing. So for some people, this will work. Some people, it won't. you have to figure out what works for you. So box breathing is where, let's say, we'll take four seconds, where you're going to inhale for four seconds. Again, nose. Inhale for four seconds. Pause at the top. So you'll hold your breath at the top for four seconds. You'll exhale for four seconds. And then you'll pause at the bottom for four seconds. So it sounds just like it is box breathing. So an inhale for, pause for, exhale for, pause for. That doesn't have to be four seconds. You can make it, um, I would say, no less than three seconds. And you can make it, you know, six, um, maybe even eight seconds if that feels good for you. So experiment with these different breathing techniques. And that'll be the first thing that's going to help your body physically calm down. Okay, then after you're breathing, what you can do is think about what you actually want to happen in your games. So often we're thinking about, oh, I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to make a bad pass. I don't want to let my teammates down. I don't want to get benched. I don't want to get yelled at. And whatever you focus on will be. So if you're focusing on what you don't want, now those things are probably going to happen. So we got to get out of the negative mindset, the negative what ifs, and start thinking about what I call the positive what ifs. So what do you actually want to happen? And one way you can phrase this, like I just said, is a positive what if. You, so you could phrase it like, what if I score a goal? What if I play with an insane amount of confidence? What if I hit 50% from the field? What if I throw five strikeouts? What if, what if, what if, but it's on the positive side. So instead of the negatives being like this constricted and nerve wracking thing, we're going to shift it over to the positives to where it's more about possibility. And you'll notice when you do this too, that you'll start to get excited. You'll start to be like, oh my gosh, like I'm so excited for this to happen because what if this happens? And it's totally possible that it's going to happen. So you get your breathing so that you have a little bit of space and time to really get out of the nerves and start to write down 
What do you want to happen? Okay. And then the last big powerful step that you can do after you write down what you want to happen is to visualize those things that you want to happen. So if you wrote down, what if I super basic here, what if I score a goal? What are you going to visualize? You're going to visualize yourself scoring a goal, but don't just visualize the goal, visualize how you got there, the paths you received, the moves you did, like visualize the process. If you visualize yourself playing with a ton of confidence, then visualize how it feels. Really get into the feeling of how it feels when you're playing with confidence. Are you taking people on? Are you playing aggressively? Are you calling for the ball? Are you communicating to your teammates? Like, Go through those, let's say, five things that you wanted to do on the positive what-ifs and get into detail with a visualization on what you want that to look like and not only what you want it to look like, but what you want it to feel like because that's so powerful is really getting into the feeling, okay? So we're going to recap this, okay? Number one, when you're feeling nervous, when you're feeling anxious, it's okay. You can use those nerves for good, so allow them to be there don't fight them. Number two is to be prepared. So have your gear ready, your meals planned, know what time you need to be to the field, what color you're wearing, all that good stuff. Number three, the first real technique is to develop some sort of breathing practice to get your body calmed down. Number four is to do your positive what ifs. So think about what you want to happen. And then number five is to visualize on those things that you wrote down. If you do this, I promise you it's going to help to calm down your nerves and your anxiety, but also help you to perform a heck of a lot better as well. So this was something that I did that I took on um, my, my senior year in college. It wasn't until my senior year in college that I finally figured this out. But doing these things, going through these five things really helped me a lot um, to play with more confidence, to feel better before game, and then to have a better performance as well. So make sure that you try these out, that you write these down, and that you make a routine out of it, make a practice out of it. If you just try it one time and you're like, oh, that that wasn't that helpful. Yeah, it's probably not going to work. Just like any skill, whether it's learning how to pitch, learning how to swing a golf club, learning how to shoot a free throw, you have to practice. This is no different than a skill. The more you practice, the more consistent you become with these pregame strategies, the better it's going to work, the more effective it'll be and the more it'll be able to help you play with a ton of confidence. So I hope this helped you. If it did, make sure you share it with a friend. And if you want more you know, tips like this and really get into how to become more confident on and off the field with an amazing group of other girls, then make sure you check out our program, Beyond the Athlete, where we go deep, deep, deep into this stuff and so much more. So go ahead and check out Beyond the Athlete in the show notes below. And again, if this was helpful for you, share it with a friend and I hope to see you using this. So if you use it and it helped you, I would love to hear from you. All right, thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you on next week's episode.